boy. Yeah, do you know what that's from? Uh, do it again. It's a comedy. Something someone does. Uh, Strange Brew. Come on. Strange Brew. That's it. You're listening to The Dollop. This is an American history podcast. Each week, I, comedian Dave Anthony, read a story from American history to my friend. Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. He's already on probation. Jose? Yeah. Bad cat. God, do you want to hit a dude? I'll do one bottle. <laughs> people say this is funny? Not Gary Gareth. Dave, okay. Someone or something is tickling people. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickling Podcast. Okay. You are <laughs> Queen Fakey of Made Up Town. All hail Queen Shit of Liesville. A bunch of religious virgins go to mingle. And do what? Pray. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. No. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, we want to, uh, thank all of our sponsors on Patreon. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors on Patreon. We thank each and every one of you. You guys are nice. We love you. We're going to kiss sweet your Sweet people. Sweet, sweet people. Check out Jose. It's all out. Oh, Del- gosh. Del- he out. really is presenting. Is Jose, awesome. company's over. Come on. Oh, I can see it all, Jose. Make him buy you dinner first, baby. Oh, boy. Uh, okay. So, um, first of all, I love you guys. Huh? Is this what? a suicide? Can we get into it? May 1848. May 1848? Yeah. Okay. The Mexican-American War officially ended with the signing of the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo. Mexico ceded the Southwest, which included what is now the state of California. Mm. I know you probably didn't know that because you're from uh, northern Midwest stock. Sure. During Very the- aggressive early. <laughs> During the war, the U.S. Army built a fort on a hill overlooking Los Angeles. Now, a fort, this is before forts were things kids made out of pillows. Right. This is an, an actual fort like you would see. These were good. These in, weren't in just the like. the movie Braveheart. Right. This wasn't just sheets and ottomans. No. Right. Okay. That, this was actually sheets and ottomans. <laughs> we're pretending. <laughs> um, it was built by the U.S. First Dragoons and New York Volunteers and the Mormon Battalion. Okay. Yep. All right. I bet they all got along great. Sure. I mean, yeah. No differences there. Nope. Nope. Uh, The war had done its damage to Los Angeles. The U.S. had taken the city, been driven away, and retaken it again in 1847. Okay. Most of the well-off had abandoned their homes in the area of the fort. As soldiers now rode around on horseback, the the locals yelled insults at them. Okay, so interesting. So just riding through Los Angeles, and everyone's like, fuck you, gringo! Like piece that of kinda. shit, right, okay. You fucking Puta. piece of shit. Yeah. Raiders! Right. Raiders, <laughs> the still Raider Nation is still out. <laughs> this land belongs to the Raiders, bro. <laughs> fuck you, try to come here. <laughs> a local man was given a military escort and sent into the San Bernardino Mountains to find timber for a flagpole. Okay. Dolores at Studio... And her mother and sisters made a flag. Okay. And on July 4th, cannons were fired, and a proclamation announced that the fort would now be called Fort Moore. Fort Moore? Mm-hmm. Okay. Raised the flag, blew off some cannons. Sure. We're Fort Moore now. And that, that's the Americans who did the yep. fort, that made Fort Moore. Yep. Right. Okay. 
Uh, that was named after uh, Benjamin D. Moore, a soldier who died in the Battle of San Pasquale. Isn't Benjamin Moore paint, too? Sure. Yeah, he's also, yeah, he also turned into paint. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. This yep. man was made of yellow. He was, he's a magical man. This is, he'd look great in my kitchen. After he died in the Battle of San Pasquale, he just turned into a liquid form of paint. <laughs> I want my ashes to be put in a can with a lid and shaken. <laughs> and put on a wall. And then painted on a wall. Maybe a nursery? Whoa, Uh-oh. someone in your building slammed their door. Yep, you can hear it coming. Angry? All right, relax. <laughs> it's, I mean, it is, it's actually my Mexican neighbor, so it is sort of now like we're living the, the dollop a little Maybe bit in real life. in the middle of the Battle of San Pasquale, right? It now. feels like it. Um, the Declaration of Independence was read uh, that day in English and Spanish. The fl- I'm, I'm, Did you have to press four to get it read in Spanish? I don't know, but it would be amazing if some guy wasn't back on, hey, English only, it's America. Come on, I forgot what country this is. What is this? Oh, wait, right. Oh, we just took it. It is that, oh, right. Okay, never mind. Sorry, MB. The flag was raised, and then a dance was held with locals and soldiers getting along nicely. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Nothing least, to see here. Yeah, it's all going good. Sure. At least that uh, was the report. Another okay. said the American commander warned locals that he would cut their heads off if they touched the flag. So that's different. Those so, are there's there's a difference between them. Yeah, it seems like a, just a slight difference. One says it's fine, and the other is full of threats of uh, decapitation. decapitation. Yeah. Right. So yeah. so it could go either way. Either way, it's one of those six on this hand, no head on the other. Yeah. Uh, things slowly normalized, and uh, Fort Moore was decommissioned and abandoned in ni- in 1853. People had already started building homes on the hill by then uh, because it had a very nice view. Sure. Since Protestants weren't allowed to be buried in the local Catholic cemeteries, they built an unofficial cemetery on the hill. Okay. Unofficial cemetery is a weird thing. Yeah, they're kind of strange. They're just throwing people in the ground. It is kind of like a mass grave, probably. Yep. In 1853, Andrew... Oh, I love you, spell check. It can be... It's pages, right? No, no, no. Oh. I thought I caught them all, but now i got to find this guy's name. Oh, wow, I did a bunch. Okay. What does it say his name is? Well, I know what his name is. His name is Safelt. Safelt. So I, gotta, I just got to remember that as I read through and it changes. Although this could not, this could be a different name. Oh, boy. This it's is all, like Clue. I thought I found all these, but, you know, it's hard to be... Uh, as great as I am. In 1853, huh? Andrew Sullivan was the first person buried in the cemetery. What? Okay. Stuff. Uh, he was a hunter who was killed by a bear in Malibu Canyon. <laughs> well, not a great hunter. The struggle also ended with... I the, forgot the killing part. The struggle also... I had ended, him in my sights. Ended with the bear being killed. Ooh. A fucking A double suicide. <laughs> A lover's uh, tryst. Uh, a lover's... It's, 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 Maul me and I'll shoot you at the same time, Hanson. Uh, bang! <laughs> uh, so it's a wash. That's a wash. That's a wash. That, that's, yeah. Uh, the bear was not buried in the cemetery. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Where was he buried? Well, that's, that's speciesism. That is. Uh, Sublet's dog, named Old Buck, was said to have died of grief at the, uh, uh, right at the grave three days after the burial. Uh, yeah, it, it does sound a little story. bit like yeah, that's what's that? I never buy the dog died by the grave story. Well, you've seen the dogs go chill by the graves of the owners. Yeah, but not die. Die is weird. They hang there for a couple of days and they're like, "All right, this is over." Yeah, 
I really think he's gone now. I think I'm going to find a new guy to give me food. Yeah. Or the dog sits. Maybe the dog's really stupid. He's like, are you going to feed me? <laughs> are you going to feed me? Are you going to feed me? They probably just want to eat the owner for their last meal. Oh, wouldn't that be great? That's adorable. That's how I want to go. So Have this- Jose eat me. Mm. Judging by the size of him, it'd take maybe two sittings. Mm-hmm. Soon the cemetery was packed with the dead. Uh, there weren't any cemetery regulations, and a lot of people were being put in the ground. The city finally took over uh, the area in 1869. At this point, headstones were, were broken and plots were completely unmarked. The city then banned burials. Wait, so it was just like a terrible cemetery? <laughs> Yeah, it was basically like a bunch of people were like, It was like a here. mass grave. So you're a Protestant, so you can't get buried in any Catholic cemetery. So at that point, California's all Catholic. Right. So they had to just go... Build... They had to go through... They basically made a landfill for humans. Well, they had a hard... They were like Protestants, so they would have a hard time getting an official cemetery in California. Yeah, so, so they made a human field. So they just started dying with people in a, in a hill up on the... It's great. Yep. That's perfect. Uh... But uh, the- he's under here somewhere, Miss. He's- we'll find him. I, I, you'll get the rose to him. Is it this him? Was he Asian? Um, yeah. Uh, no. He wasn't. Okay. I no. Think- this is. These are all. Here's some whites. Here's some whites. <laughs> There's a bunch of whites over here. Here we are. Yeah. He was a regular man or this boy, like this size. Why are you holding that up? That's huh? Arm? No, it's a. That's bo- a whole boy. That's a boy. Yeah. A baby boy. This is the worst cemetery I've ever been. You to. come back. You come back. That's how we should do but this. I don't, we don't like. I don't think. I'll pull some options. Okay. I'll pull some options and I'll lay them out for when you well, come back. I, I'm going to take off. Uh huh. Very much. Okay. Don't tell anybody about this. Yep. Okay. No, don't worry. I won't. Okay. Just the police. Heard something. The hill was a delightful spot, as we've said, with the beautiful view. Right. So parts of the cemetery were sold. To the Los Angeles City School District and other rich people who lived in the city. So selling For, off plots. They're, they're, they're going to put a school on the Protestant mass grave? Uh, yeah. Did Stephen King write this dollop? In 1882, the first beer brewer, brewer of L.A., Jacob Felipe, opened a beer garden and saloon on top of the hill. Uh. Everyone enjoyed going to the saloon, the rich and the poor. At the end of some drunken nights, some would roll down the hill. It's weird, right? Yep. The whole thing's weird. Okay. From beginning to end. Right. Yep. Because this isn't too far after. It's not, like too, not, only not too far after. How is it fun to roll down a hill? Well, that's, that, it's interesting what you're taking issue with. You're taking <laughs> issue with childlike behavior. Yes. I'm talking about building it on a cemetery. Bah. Next came Mary Banning, who was the widow of the man who established L.A.'s port. She turned the saloon into a big, fancy house and held many a party. Okay. It became a posh spot in town. Sure. Other first families of Los Angeles built huge homes. Parties were thrown by social groups like the 15 Club. Right. Who were a group of 15 young men and women from the South. And, the, and they just were like, there can only be 15 of yeah, us. Yeah, basically, yeah. It's awkward for one guy. Well, 14. No, 16. Huh? Or are you saying that it's even men and women and then the one guy? Yeah. But what if it's like 13 dudes and two? What, it's like, what if it's like the Smurfs? It's 14 guys and one girl. Utopia. 
At a party thrown by Miss Banning, a parrot was killed by a guest after it revealed family secrets. Oh, wow. That is amazing. Someone was telling me this story the other day of uh, this parrot. Like she, like, she went over to this dude's house, and she knew, like, the parents, and she just heard from the kitchen, Jamie! Jamie! And she was like, your mom wants you. And he goes, no, it's the parrot. And then the parrot goes, Jamie, get in here. And, he, and she was like, is that your dad? And he goes, that's a parrot still. <laughs> I forget what the name of the, like, the, the parrot that lives the longest, but it African can do, like, gray. impressions. Yeah, African gray, yeah. yeah. A high school was built on the hill in 1891, right next to a bunch of gravestones. They're just asking for, like, thriller-like consequences <laughs> from this. In 1897, a man who lived across the street from the cemetery uh, heard some noise and went out to investigate. Oh, God. There were three Latino men digging. Oh, God. They told him they were looking for buried treasure. Uh, Oh, gosh. Which they believe had been buried by American soldiers in 1847 and marked by an iron rod. This is... Someone's going to take issue with this. (laughs) The next day... He told everyone he came across the story, and soon everyone was, everyone was saying they had seen the men leaving with a box filled with $20,000 worth of gold. So it's one of those things where one person sees it, and then everyone's like, I saw it too! Yeah. Okay. Over time, as Los Angeles grew, Fort Hill Moore turned out to be a shitty location. It was between downtown and the east side. So... It was also buried on bodies, well, like built body. on bodies. Yeah, there's bodies on the top. It's not built on bodies. It's a hill, and then there's a cemetery up there. Okay. Uh, Running down. So in order, the best way to handle it was they built a tunnel under the hill in 1901, the Broadway Tunnel. A tunnel that goes under the hill? You've been like the, through the hill? You've been in Broadway Tunnel. I'm sure I have been, but there, the, and so the bodies are above the tunnel? Oh, yeah. You're having a hard time with the cemetery part. Yeah, a little weird. They still make me feel weird when I drive by them. As it was built, the area was filled uh, with carts and horses and pedestrians. The rich were suddenly not as into living on the hill, and many moved away to other areas of Los Angeles. Okay. And then boarding houses. What's that? It's a wind chime, bro. Do you have a wind chime? No, it's out there. What do you mean it's out there? It's not in here. It's out there. So it's someone else's wind chime that's outside? Yeah. But you didn't hang a wind chime. Never. But if I did, I wouldn't expect this amount of guff. <laughs> I think a man... I have a, a... Let me just say, there's not a lot of things I judge people about. Sure. But a man with a wind chime? Fuck yeah. How about hummingbird feeder? That's fine. All right. Got one of those? I do too. All right, partner. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you looked familiar. Uh... Um, so, boarding houses then replaced the wealthy homes. Okay. But one thing remained the same. The belief that there was buried treasure in... What? The hill? Yeah. It's just not good. In 1902, an old Mexican woman who lived near the hill was dying. She asked a friend to come to her deathbed. She then drew a map for her friend and told her it was a treasure map oh. for the gold at Fort Hill Moor. <laughs> what well, did she just draw one like you would like? Yeah, pretty much off her, off the dome. 
The way you would drive. The way I remember it. Now, you're going to have to bear with me. I'm old and dying. Lean your head forward. 20 paces. Or was it 40 paces? I scribbled here. You go left. On your face. If you see a body, you're getting warm. Uh, she said the treasure had been buried far before the Americans arrived. <laughs> okay. Her friend then hired a man with a divining rod to help him find the treasure. What? A, a ancient what? metal detector. What? It's just fine. such a loose... Metal detector today, douchebag. Divining rods were... Div- divinity rod. It's a, it's a legitimate scientific... Dear Lord, guide the rod. I do love how... We, we really do, like, religion puts so much on God. God created so much, and yet the idea that we can bother God with minutia, like, now, Lord, I know you're busy with everything you're overlooking, but could you help me find this treasure? Lord, I gotta find some gold. Give me five minutes, Lord. Give me five minutes of your time, Lordy. I've been praying for you. Give me some cash. Come on, Lord. Hook it up. Uh, Just beep. So volunteers dug... All night by candlelight in the place the divining rod said the gold was. But they ended up just finding an abandoned drain and finally stopped. The gold fell in the drain! (laughs) No treasure. So they moved on. Moved Uh, on meaning they moved on with their lives? Yeah, those people left. Okay. You know, time passes. Cars became the way to get around. And in 1930, the city started buying up land to expand Spring Street. Some Some of the hill was... To be removed, and to do that, they had to buy a bunch of the old homes. In 1933, plans were made to remove even, even more of the hill to build a civic center and use the dirt for a landfill to construct Union Station. Okay. So now they're just digging up the hill. Uh-huh. Rumors of treasure persisted, though. Oh and when word that more of the hill would be moved, treasure hunters flocked to the dig site. L.A. Times columnist Ed Ainsworth wrote, quote, Isn't it funny how the early Spaniards seemed to do nothing but traipse around the country with jackloads of gold bullion? Yeah, just burying it. Just putting it wherever. To bury it. That's what I did. They're like squirrels with nuts. That's what you do with treasure. It doesn't become treasure till it's in the ground. Really. I mean, buried treasure. Those well, are kind of synonymous. Yeah, I mean, it's a treasure it seems like something you find. You don't have tre- like you don't have it. Nobody's like, no oh, let me paid. take you to the treasure room. They're like, look at my gold. And no, also no one gets paid in treasure. How much yeah. will I be making? A, half a treasure now. Depends hour. on the treasure. Honestly, not sure what we're finding. It <laughs> could be a lot of gold. Could be nothing. Nineteen thirty. Listen, a sixty-two-year-old dead woman drew a map. It's real. Yeah, I got a good Now this feeling. guy with a stick is going to find it. Follow me. Don't worry, the Lord's on top of it. Well, this is going to get a little weird. Uh-huh. 1933 was the year of geophysicist and mining engineer G. Warren Shuffelt came to City Hall. He was with two other men, Rex McGarry, an attorney, and Roy Martin. They said they had a map. I'm not going to make a McGareth joke. That's fine. You don't okay. have to. I, don't, I feel like it wouldn't be right. No, it's fine, McGareth. Yeah. They said they had a map... That gave them the location <sighs> of the Spanish gold. <sighs> Chauvel also had something special. He had invented what he said was an X, a radio X-ray machine that could locate gold. Okay. So the truth is, uh-huh. around this time, 90% of things that people said were invented were crazy bullshit. Yeah. So you can't... Wait, you don't believe in the radio X-ray machine? I don't. Um... 
Okay. I think that that's very um, close-minded. Yeah. And I think that you need to open your mind. I'm good. And allow things in that no. could be real. No. Um, okay. Newspapers said the Spanish gold was buried during colonial times and that Sheffield thought he could get it out after 28 feet of shaft was sunk. <laughs> <laughs> well done. It was not that easy. There were boulders blocking the way and lots of mud after the shaft went through the water table. They dug down 50 feet. Okay. Did not find anything. Uh-huh. Uh, that wasn't they, part of the were, deal. And they were not allowed to go further. Okay. Because of the city Right, rules. because, yeah, right. They'd already gone double of what they said they would do. Only 50. Yeah. Only 50 feet down. You know. Really giving credit to these Spanish diggers, too, for their time. Really, really dug. Really dug. Like, be, like, I mean, if you were on this dig, you were like, dude, we're good. No! Keep going. It's... Till we hit lava. Hold on, I'm going to show you the x-ray machine. Oh, I'm excited for this. Oh! Oh, good. So it was a camera with a tube. <laughs> he looks like he's in, into it, too. I mean, he honestly, it looks like he's panhandling for money with that hat beside him. Like, a quarter for the x-ray machine? I mean, it looks like a can with a tube on the bottom. It looks like a man full of bullshit. It does look like a man full of bullshit. So, they found no gold. But, Schaffelt used his amazing radio x-ray machine to explore the area. Don't worry. Quote. I was over a pattern of tunnels, and I mapped out their course, the position of large rooms, and the location of the deposits of gold. But I couldn't understand the meaning of it. Great. The three well, that, thank the, you for your help. Uh, we're good on this guy, right, everybody? <laughs> Feels like this guy doesn't know what he's doing, right? The three men left after their permit had expired. That is when Schufelt oh, met little Chief Greenleaf, a... Hopi Indian. Oh, God. I was hoping for a child. From Arizona. Okay. Little, little, little Chief Greenleaf. I mean, it rhymes. Little Chief Greenleaf. Uh, Come on down. Sometimes Chief Greenleaf would lecture under the name L. Macklin. Okay. Armed with what he needed, Shuffelt returned to Los Angeles with his two business partners. They told the Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors they had an ancient sheepskin treasure map that gave the location of the gold. They again wanted permission to dig. Listen, I, I'm sure you're thinking we're crazy. A lot of people are. But now we have the map for the treasure. It's on sheepskin. Uh, yes, I've abandoned that crazy x-ray machine, too. Who would make a fake map on sheepskin? We met with the adorable little Chief Greenleaf. Naturally, the city was up for it. Of course. The Board of Supervisors agreed to let him dig if he split the treasure with them 50-50. So people are treasure crazy. Well, it's slight corruption. I will say, though, if someone came to me with, like, treasures, like, if someone was like, listen, get a little bit of action, just help me find the treasure, I'd do, like, a little stuff to be like, all right, I'll get if I get 5% well, of the they, treasure. All they have to do is go, yeah, go ahead and dig. Yeah. That's yeah. it. So why not? Yeah. Not good <clears throat> supervising, really. Not everyone was on board. A, quote, willow man named huh? Burroughs. A willow man? Willow man. I don't know. I tried to find it out. A bird man? Willow. 
I think okay. he's a guy. I think he's another divine from the quote ancient order of willow switchers. Not helping. Said Shuffelt was wrong. To prove it, Burroughs walked all around the hill with his willow wand. Oh, sweet God. He's got uh, merch? On, <laughs> on the top of the willow wand, there was an old leather tobacco pouch. He said if the wand found gold, the pouch would dip. But it, it did not dip. How, so how, it did, your, how does it not even dip? There's your proof. There's no gold. Uh, uh, we'll take it. There's no gold. Burroughs said there was no more than $2 on the hill. Okay. But that wasn't good enough for the board of supervisors who hoped the 50-50 split. So you guys get a dollar. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, and they uh, were swelled by Shuffelt's story. It was hard to deny the story Shuffelt had learned from Chief Greenleaf. Turns out there used to be an advanced race of people who built an underground city right in Los Angeles 5,000 years ago. They were called the Lizard People. They were intellectually and te- technologically advanced. They used mysterious chemicals to dig a network of 285 tunnels. The lizard people. Yep. Okay. There are huge chambers where thousands of lizard people families lived. Okay. So uh, this is – whose who's point is this? This is Shuffle. Shuffle. Okay. New, Just want to make sure. This is the stuff he learned from the chief. Right. There's lizard – that the lizard people built an underground city and lived in lizard families. They stored imperishable herbs for their food supply. Sure, of course. Like, like if you were, if you were canned foods. Well, if you built like a bomb shelter, yeah, you would put like herbs, like exactly paprika. Sure. Oh gosh, thank God for all this oregano. Yeah, perfect. That's what you would eat. Basil leaves anyone. Or basil? That's right. Which one is it? No, it doesn't matter. It's the dollop. (laughs) The advanced race were related to the Mayans and had fled a catastrophic meteor shower, which created a great fire. They were relatives of the human Mayans? Yep. The lizard people? Yeah. You would think that they would not be direct ancestors of humans. I don't think they're actually lizard people. I think they're people called the lizard people. (laughs) Okay. Sure. After the Great Fire, they built three tunnel networks along the Pacific coast. The tunnel labyrinths were built to escape future fires. One of those cities' tunnels lay, quote, within a chain of hills forming the frog of a horse's hoof. That description obviously fit Fort Moore Hill. Sure, yeah, it looks just like a frog's hoof. And within those tunnels were tons of riches and gold tablets. Oh, boy. The tablets explain the origins of human civilization. Sure. So obviously... Get your hands on those. Obviously, yeah, worth a lot of money, right? Yeah. You get the fucking ta- the explanatory tablets. It's the instruction manual. It is very much so. It's probably some troubleshooting uh, tablets Great stuff. Also. Naturally, Schaffelt's X-ray radio machine could find the underground tunnels. Oh, God, the eye-rolling that must have been coming from those who knew what was going on. We were just like, Jesus, him and this fucking thing. I think it's a perfect opportunity to use the X-ray machine again. Schaffelt. No, no, no. I think we can all agree we've had some ups, we've had some downs, mainly downs. But I think another crack at it, this is a perfect opportunity since we found out about these lizard people and their cities. Yeah. Let me fire it up. Okay, please don't. Oh, let me pull the cord. Anyone got gas? 
Sheffelt, quote, the legendary story must remain speculative until proven by excavation. <laughs> and people were super into it. <sighs> the Los Angeles Times and Associated Press closely followed Sheffield's search for the lizard people's tunnels. Ugh. The underground tunnel city was, of course, shaped like a lizard. Right. It has to be. It reached from Elysian Park? Sure. Elysian. Elysian? Yeah. That's right here. Yep. Right, right down the street. Right down the street. Yeah, right where the Dodgers play. Right where the Dodgers play and ruined my life. And the lizard's head, which was all the way to the Central Library downtown. Sure. Okay. So pretty... Pretty it's a big, big, big underground lizard, city. The, big the, underground uh, lizard that lizard the lizard tunnels. people lived in. Yeah. Using his X-ray radio machine, Sheffield said he had discovered the exact locations of 1,900 square feet of tunnels, rooms with 9,000 feet of floor space, and 16 places where gold was stored. A great place for floor hockey, right off the bat. He drew a map of the tunnels below Fort Moore Hill. The county board of supervisors at that point, of, cor- of course, gave him permission to We dig. might need a board of supervisors for our board of supervisors. I, I don't know. I think they're doing the right thing. I, I, it's just the man invented something only he can validate. I don't know if that's true. I think it is exactly true. Crowds gathered to watch the great dig while the sheriff held them back. To find the lizard people tunnels, they yep. dug. McGrary, quote... Now we're down to the real test with picks and shovels. Our contract permits us to sh- sink shafts uh, of, of past the depths of 50 feet. The main room was uh, believed to be right below 2nd Street and Broadway, so that is where they dug. And some es- experts said the dig would have to go down to at least 1,000 feet. Oh, my God. Jesus. Experts. <laughs> yeah, the experts, right. Experts yeah. on, um, on where the Lizard City is. The agreement with the county expired after the three uh, and the three men had to wait for the board of supervisors co- to come to an agreement of uh, taxing beer before they were given the green light to dig again. What is happening? They were they were had other business. How hard did you get it together? And the digging continued. The AP reported they were still digging in January 1934 and had apparently gotten a permit to go deeper as they were now down to 250 feet. <laughs> okay. The three men felt they were on target to hit, quote, the key room of the city of catacombs in which were stored the city records, which were written on tablets of gold. Really? They know a lot of shit. Yeah. For well, people who've the, never uh, been in there. Well, they have the thing that can see down the... Yeah, they have the x-ray machine that doesn't right. work. That's, yeah. Right. Well, no, it, it clearly works. Clearly. They're, they're seeing tablets right. of gold. Oh, well, yeah, they found the gold, for sure. Uh, but when spring came, they stopped digging. The money funding his venture dried up. The newspapers stopped covering the dig and moved on to other stories. Sheffield said in Los Ange- settled in Los Angeles in North Hollywood. By May of the, 19- right near the lizard's belly. Right. Yeah. By May of 1934, the Los Angeles Times reported that the authorities had quote fat- flatly denied the application of Alfred Scott, old time prospector, for p- permission to dig on Fort Hill Moor. Scott refused to state what he expected to find. Okay. Can't tell you. Cannot tell you. So. I'll be digging. Right? Uh, yeah. Like a permit, please. I think we, I think we should go for it. Yeah. I got another good feeling about this guy. Yeah, let's get in there, mate. Yeah. Mate. Yeah, that's fine. You can say mate. Really? You're Irish. 
Do they say mate? Right. For ah, fuck yeah, mate. Not like that. Absolutely. Um, Just ask Glenn Carlin. Hmm? Huh? Yeah. But they did allow more work on the hill in the name of developments, which continued to unearth bodies in the cemetery. Uh, and what's the plan with those? Over the years, the weekend bodies... Weekend at Bernie's them? The bo- <laughs> they were all taken on a weekend trip. They were all just on a boat with, like, ropes? Yeah. Over the years, they were reburied in nearby cemeteries. During rainstorms, pieces of shale were known to drop down on cars heading into the Broadway Tunnel. <laughs> it's all coming together. In 1949, the 101 freeway was built over the hill. Or through it, or whatever you call. Sure. LAUSD moved their headquarters there. Most of what once was the most coveted place to live in Los Angeles was now gone. In 2006, LAUSD moved their headquarters elsewhere, and a large high school for the performing arts was built. During the building, more than 80 bodies were moved, many still in their caskets. Contractors have been told they, before they started digging, that the cemetery had been completely relocated. That is so... uh, Like, uh, the idea that you potentially will be... Like, it's not like someone being like, you'll hit bodies. It's like someone being like, you might. I think they didn't think they would at all. Ah. From the sound of it, they were told that all the bodies had been moved. Ugh. And then they start digging, and they're like, oh, I, f- I hit a Larry. But it's got to be like, you got to be like, we found one. Oh, that's crazy. One was left over. Madness. Oh, shit. Well, let's be careful. Let's respect it, guys. Get it out of here. Hey, Tad. Yeah? Uh, yeah? I think I got one, too. Two bodies. Oh, they left two. Hey, Ted! Yeah? I got one over here! Uh, Ted! Yeah, Ted! <laughs> hey, Ted! Oh, God. Hey, Teddy, if you got a second. Ted, can I just steal you for a moment? Wait, what's going on? We've all found caskets. How many people are working, and what, and what is the actual plan? It sounds like they're all just randomly digging. It, it would, it's a mass dig. So the way they're building this, this new structure is to just send a bunch of guys in with shovels? There'll be no more questions from your end. <laughs> okay, sir. Shuffelt died in 1957 without ever having found the treasure. Shocking. So that happened in so Los Angeles. It's our, so what you're saying is it's our time. You and me. That's exactly we what We figure this out. About. We dig. We dig. We they already got the bodies out of there. We, we just got to find the lizard find city. Find the fucking treasure. Yeah. And the Lizard City and their Hall of Records, which it sounds like it's down there. He had a map. (laughs) I'm picturing like a Denny's Kids map, like a Um, maze. It's pretty close to that. Uh Uh-huh. Let's look it up. Sure. Oh, Internet. I forgot where I am. I get good Internet. Oh. You really labeled Shaft. Oh my god! Yeah, you really. And this is all, this is all out of just intense dementia, right? I, I'm, you know, like I could draw you that right now and be like, it's like this. It would be like that, right? I mean, it's pretty close to the drawings of a crazy person. Yeah. Yeah, just there's my favorite part. See. Uh great. Gold, perfect. And then arrows pointing in every direction. My, uh, <laughs> my. A, a relative of mine uh, who has some mental disorders stayed at when I was like just starting college, like stayed at my house in Milwaukee with my mother for a little while and was sort of going crazy while he was there. And I found his notebook and uh, treasure, huh? Treasure. 
there was a bank robbery plan, oh, and that's not, that's it was a checking. picture of a bank. Okay. And it labeled the front entrance, and then it labeled the back entrance, and then all the arrows just sort of indicated going through the back entrance. <laughs> so it's sort of like the, the plan was just to sneak in through the back. Yeah, it sounds good. <laughs> Airtight. I don't know. We wrong. didn't see it coming, sir. They came in through the back. <laughs> to be honest, I didn't even know we had one of those. Why do we? We're opening ourselves up to these problems. Anyway, he got the vault open pretty quick. Again, he knew about the back. Let's get, let's, we should put something in there besides a screen door. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And also, let's put up a sign that says employees only. (laughs) For God's sake, we really got it. We got to attack this from a couple angles. Oh, all right. Okay. We tried. We did. We We took our, all right, I love you. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, This is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help. With Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it. But either way, fun. Half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd. And the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for... I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there.